0: Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4:15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Thursday, August 25th. US equities posted gains in today's session, rallying into the close as investors appeared to take a host of commentary from Fed officials coming out of the Fed symposium in Jackson Hole, Wyoming in stride. However, caution was evident as the gathering will culminate tomorrow with a keynote address from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. In economic news, second quarter GDP was revised modestly to the upside, but inflation hit a fresh 40-year high, while jobless claims unexpectedly dipped. Earnings news varied, with Dow member Salesforce reporting better-than-expected earnings and initiating a share repurchase program but lowering its full-year guidance, while investors appeared to shrug off NVIDIA's third-quarter revenue guidance that was well below forecasts. Additionally, Williams-Sonoma beat earnings estimates and reaffirmed guidance, and Snowflake posted an unexpected operating profit and raised its guidance. Treasury prices were mixed as the markets digested the commentary from Fed officials during today's gathering. The U.S. dollar declined, pulling back from multi-decade highs, while crude oil prices traded lower and gold gained ground. Europe finished mixed amid some mostly positive news out of Germany, but the energy crisis and Fed caution hamstrung conviction. Asia ended the day higher after China announced further stimulus, Japan's PPI came in lower than expected, and the Bank of Korea hiked rates. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 323 points, or 1%, to 33,292. The S&P 500 Index increased 58 points, or 1.4%, to 4,199 and the Nasdaq Composite advanced to 208 points, or 1.7%, to 12,639. In moderate volume, 3.5 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.2 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI Crude Oil fell $2.37 to $92.52 per barrel, Elsewhere, the gold spot price increased $7.70 to $1,769.20 per ounce, and the dollar index declined 0.2% to 108.42. In equity news on Thursday, Dow member Salesforce, ticker symbol CRM, reported adjusted second-quarter earnings per share of $1.19, beating FactSet's $1.03 estimate, as revenues rose 22% year-over-year to $7.7 billion, roughly in line with forecasts. The cloud-based software company stated, quote, we continue to deliver disciplined, profitable growth at scale and have a capital allocation strategy that will make us an even better positioned company for the long term, end quote. Salesforce initiated its first-ever share repurchase program with an authorized purchase amount of $10 billion. The company lowered its full year guidance and issued third quarter guidance that came in below expectations after citing a decline in consumer demand for software as a result of the current macroeconomic environment. Shares fell. Williams Sonoma, ticker symbol WSM, announced adjusted second quarter earnings per share of $3.87, above forecasts of $3.52 as revenues rose 9.7% year-over-year to $2.1 billion versus the $2 billion estimate. Same-store sales increased 11.3% year-over-year, more than double what the street had projected. President and Chief Executive Officer Laura Albers stated, I am very proud of this performance, especially given the macroeconomic backdrop and the strong compares we were up against. End quote. The home retailer reiterated its 2022 guidance and longer-term outlook. Williams-Sonoma traded higher. NVIDIA Corporation, ticker symbol NVDA, is trading lower after issuing third-quarter revenue guidance that came in well below expectations, as gaming and professional visualization revenue are expected to decline sequentially, and as customers reduce inventory levels to align with current levels of demand. However, NVIDIA expects the decline to be partially offset by sequential growth in its data center and automotive segments. Founder and Chief Executive Officer Jensen Huang stated, quote, we are navigating our supply chain transitions in a challenging macro environment and we will get through this, quote. Shares overcame early losses and were higher as the company warned earlier in the month that results will be impacted by the aforementioned headwinds. And Snowflake, ticker symbol S-N-O-W, jumped over 20% after the data cloud company reported unexpectedly positive second-quarter operating earnings, with revenues jumping 83% year-over-year to $497.2 million, exceeding the expected $467.5 million. Snowflake also raised its full-year guidance. Second quarter earnings season is mostly in the books and of the 484 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far. Roughly 63% have topped revenue forecasts and approximately 76% have bested profit projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Compared to last year, revenue growth is tracking to be up 13.9% and earnings are 7.3% higher. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, points out in her latest article titled Fade, markets hit resistance as Breath waned. Now, the stock rally since mid-June has looked healthier from a breadth perspective, but low-quality leadership and deteriorating economic data have kept downside risks elevated. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. You can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, as well as our latest article titled, Stock Market Volatility, Investors Nervously Eye Fed, from the Schwab Center for Financial Research. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Thursday... The second look of three at second quarter gross domestic product the broadest measure of economic output showed a 0.6% quarter-over-quarter annualized rate of contraction versus the consensus Bloomberg estimate of a 0.7% loss after the first report of a 0.9% decrease. Personal consumption rose 1.5%, matching estimates, and higher than the prior reading of a 1% growth rate. On inflation, the GDP price index rose 8.9%, higher than expectations for it to remain at the prior read's 8.7% gain, marking the highest level in over 40 years. The core PCE price index, which excludes food and energy, marked a 4.4% growth rate, matching expectations and the prior reading. Weekly initial jobless claims came in at a level of 243,000 for the week ended August 20th, below estimates calling for 252,000, and compared to the prior week's downwardly revised 245,000 level. The four week moving average rose by 1,500 to 247,000, and continuing claims for the week ended August 13th declined by 19,000 to 1,415,000. Versus estimates of 1,441,000. The four week moving average of continuing claims increased by 12,500 to 1,424,750. The August Kansas City Fed Manufacturing Activity Index fell more than expected but remained in expansion territory with a reading above zero. The index dropped to three from July's unrevised 13 reading and compared to forecasts calling for a decline to 10. Treasuries have been choppy recently, with the yield curve steepening but remaining decisively inverted. The markets have digested some cooler-than-expected inflation data, which followed a stronger-than-expected labor report grappling with the economic and monetary policy implications. The U.S. dollar has resumed a rally as of late to new multi-decade highs. Markets paid attention to today's start of the Fed Symposium in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, with several Fed officials speaking ahead of tomorrow's keynote address from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. Schwab's Chief Fixed Income Strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses in our Schwab market perspective titled Mixed Signals. How the Fed has embarked on one of the most rapid tightening cycles in over 40 years, and with inflation continuing to outpace wage growth, more rate hikes are likely on the horizon. Kathy also offers analysis of the greenback in her commentary titled, The Strong Dollar, Can It Continue? Follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones, and be sure to check out our latest edition of our Financial Decoder podcast titled, When Interest Rates Rise, What Should You Do With Bonds? Featuring Kathy. Treasury prices were mixed as the yield on the two-year Treasury note moved three basis points higher to 3.40%, while the yields on the 10-year note and the 30-year bond decreased eight basis points to 3.02% and 3.24%, respectively. The week's economic calendar will conclude in robust fashion, beginning with the advanced goods trade balance forecasted to show the deficit widen slightly to $98.5 billion during July, followed by an initial look at wholesale inventories for July, with economists calling for a 1.3% month-over-month increase. Personal income and spending for July are also on tap, with the former expected to have increased 0.6% month over month and the latter to have gained 0.5%. And the final read on the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index will round out the day, anticipated to nudge higher to 55.3 from the preliminary estimate of 55.1. In international news on Thursday, stocks in Europe finished mixed amid some relatively positive news from Germany, including a final report on second-quarter GDP that was revised to a 1.8% year-over-year rise from the previous read's 1.5% gain. Additionally, although Germany's business confidence went down in August, the survey showed a smaller decline than expected, with the assessment of current conditions falling to 97.5 compared to the expected 96.0 level, while future expectations went down to 80.3 versus the forecasted 79.0 read. In other economic news, the cost of powering Germany and France have jumped to fresh records, putting pressure on businesses and consumers alike. According to Bloomberg, the leap in energy prices is being driven by tighter gas supplies as Russia temporarily cut flows from its Nord Stream pipeline through August 31st, triggering fears that the pipeline flow may not resume. The euro ticked lower versus the U.S. dollar, while the British pound edged slightly higher against the greenback. The euro moved back to parity versus the U.S. dollar after dipping below earlier this week. Bond yields in the Eurozone and the U.K. declined. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, notes in his article titled, Shortages have led to gluts. Now, inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. Also, Jeff discusses in his latest article titled, The End of Rate Hikes, Now, the signals from central banks that rate hikes, which began last year, may be coming to an end could be welcome news for investors looking ahead to the next 12 months. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index and Italy's FTSE MIB index were up 0.1%. France's CAC 40 index declined 0.1%. Germany's DAX index was 0.4% higher, Spain's IBEX 35 index lost 0.2%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.5% to the upside. Stocks in Asia finished stronger as China stepped up its stimulus with a further $146 billion aimed at improving infrastructure that was hampered by COVID-induced lockdowns. In other economic news, Japan's producer price index came in lower than expected at a 2.1% growth, unchanged versus the prior quarter's revised reading and compared to estimates of a 2.2% rise. The Bank of Korea increased its seven-day repo rate by 25 basis points in line with expectations to 2.50%. As the Fed Symposium kicks off today, investors continue to grapple with persistent inflation pressures and the resulting tightening of monetary policies globally that have elevated recession concerns. These concerns have been exacerbated by the disruption of COVID-induced lockdowns on the world's second-largest economy of China. China's economy has slowed noticeably in the face of the lockdowns. And Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled China's Yo-Yo Economy that its economy and stock market may remain volatile. Meanwhile, geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China remain elevated, mostly due to the evolving situation in Taiwan, with the U.S. set to begin trade negotiations in September, of which China has expressed opposition. Tech stocks led a sharp rise in Hong Kong's markets amid speculation that the U.S. and China are nearing a deal on their auditing dispute regarding Chinese companies that are listed on U.S. stock exchanges, according to Bloomberg. Japan's Nikkei 225 index increased 0.6%, with the yen rising noticeably versus the U.S. dollar in anticipation of the Fed's Jackson Hole Symposium. The end looks to be rallying from a sharp drop to multi-decade lows versus the greenback that began in March as the Bank of Japan lags other key global central banks in monetary policy. China's Shanghai Composite Index rose 1%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index soared 3.6%. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index ticked 0.1% higher. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index went up 0.7%, and South Korea's KOSPI index gained 1.2%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will hold Tokyo CPI from Japan, consumer confidence and import prices from Germany, as well as confidence reports from Spain, Italy, and France.